Welcome back, beautiful church of community Christian something. Yeah, you know what I mean. <laughs> His brain's a little fried. <laughs> I missed that one right at the beginning. We're the you? average church on the corner. Yeah. There you go. We're your friendly neighborhood church. Great spirit comes great responsibility. We're your friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. freedom fighters. Like Spider Man? Yeah. That makes it on the Oh, Amen. I tried something, but it wasn't good. No, it wasn't good. <laughs> She's completely backing on you. It wasn't good. <laughs> she doesn't that like me right now. <laughs> oh, why doesn't she like you? Because I don't want to go to Starbucks. Uh, yeah, but it is. It's all right. Yeah, I accepted. I wanted to go, but they wouldn't take me. And I threw go a where? fit on the way down here. <laughs> where were you going to go? Matt did throw a huge fit on the Starbucks. way down here. Oh. And he wouldn't take me. I'm like, what are you, my kid? Get over to Starbucks, and he wouldn't listen. Like, I'm, that's, I'm done. You're fired as my chauffeur. He was like, he was threatening to throw himself off the mountain. So just fired. I'm going to jump off a mountain right here. Just, just, just say, I'll, I'm watching, and I'll see where you land. Don't, <laughs> don't let possessions take control of you, Matt. This one right here is telling me, leave the Starbucks card before you jump. I'm like, are you kidding? Kidding me, young lady? <laughs> That's an awesome Bible study right there. I like it. Let possessions take control of you. I got a lot of material for Sunday. <laughs> Maybe I'll keep her in this Sunday. All right, so uh, with that being said, we have. Nothing this weekend, right? No, it's next weekend. But next weekend we have a women's Bible study and a men's Bible study, right? All right. And to walk the neighborhood. And to walk the neighborhood after. I'm just looking for a breakfast. Oh, it's a men's breakfast and a woman's Bible study. Oh, okay. So it's an anti. So it's a united Bible study. Is that what's going on? No, it's a united breakfast. Oh, so it's segregated. The segregated Bible study. United. United breakfast. Segregated Bible study. There you go. All right. There we go. <laughs> that women folk don't want us around. You know what they do in there, right? What do they do? Talk about you. I'm sure they talk about the old men. <laughs> I'm sure they, I'm sure they read the scripture. Like that. Right? Dang, I was wrong. Did you catch that? Getting you. <laughs> Oh, oh, look, it's oh. Mike and Laura. What up? Oh, that's what we were waiting for. Okay. There's two yeah. right here. All right. Just move that little kid that way. Thank you. Uh, besides that, I think there's a work day in the books. Uh, March, March 2nd. I think we're probably going to have a movie night at some point soon, maybe like in a month or two. Yeah. We're trying to figure out the licensing to see if I'll pay for we it. can pay for it. Or... How are you guys doing? I'll, I'll get it. No matter. Yeah, can we tie for good stuff? Uh, I'm sure we could tie for some good stuff. So maybe we'll put out a jar. And when we hit the, when we hit the maximum of what it costs, and then we let it keep going so that we can get popcorn, pizzas, and sodas. And yeah, we'll get a jar going. A business card. Thank you. We'll get a jar going. So we'll change out the good news night. Okay. Yeah, we'll do that. So, besides that, I think that's everything. And so we'll pray in, yes? Yep.
Alright. Wait, we were done talking over here. Oh, go ahead. I'm there just you teasing. Go ahead. It's your study. Yeah. <laughs> you are. Amen. <laughs> Holy Father, uh, we thank you for today. We thank you for everything that you could do for us, Lord. We thank you that uh, that uh, you set a time aside for us so we can spend time with you, Lord, together as a family, Lord. Bless the bless the study ahead and forgive us for our sins, Lord, so we can we can dwell in your presence. In Jesus' name, Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. All right. First Corinthians thirteen. Thirteen. Got it. Without looking at the Bible. Sure. Go for it. How does it start? Oh no, 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 no cheating. What are we looking for? Thirteen. It starts with a. Oh, a. Three things remain: faith, hope, and love. But the greatest of these is love. Amen. And why don't we go there every study? Because you make us. It's oh. <laughs> <laughs> so true. I thought we came to an agreement. So <laughs> I have the right attitude going into this. Because we're trying to change people's attitude. That's what it is. Because love is an action, right? My conscience is actually yeah. charity. Yes. I like that. Mm-hmm. And now by the faithful charity these three but the greatest of these is charity and love is an action right which means it's a charity and that's what love oh, yeah. is yeah right? when you do that out of the abundance of your heart it's love mm-hmm. it's agape unconditional that's what i love it charity even when you don't want to be oh yeah yeah man and jesus came to show us love right to save myself yeah. he had to show a lot of love <laughs> Mm. Had to show us the right one. Right. Because it came to fulfill the law, right? Huh. And how do you fulfill the law with love, right? Mm-hmm. Otherwise you just subject yourself right underneath it again. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, trying to trying to do it. But if you're just if you're just focusing on love, then you don't have nothing to worry about. I like you're doing everything and the power to yeah, you're not follow killing, the law. You're not stealing, yeah. you're not coveting. Yeah. I like the uh, the online definition. I categorize that as a verb. What'd you say? The cat the uh, 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 the definition of love is categorized as a verb. It's an action. Right. Yep. You know the word of God, the gospel, should be categorized as a verb. Good news. So we live it. Amen. Amen. Is it categorized as a verb? That's what? the good news. <laughs> it's a living and active, but it has to be a verb. Yeah. So as we go through the Gospels, we see that Jesus is showing us love, and he's showing us how to be that example as well, so we can be ambassadors of Christ, right? Mm-hmm. So when we go through the Scriptures, uh, so we don't stray away from what the Word actually says, we look for faith, hope, and love, right? Yeah. Well, that's the reason. <laughs> Amen. And I on, think boy. the top one of that is obedience. <clears throat> if you obey, you're gonna have faith. You're gonna have. Oh, what did Jesus say? If you love me, obey, oh, obey me. Obey mm-hmm. my commands. Mm-hmm. Amen. Yeah. Matt, do you one. love me? <laughs> Uh, sometimes. Not me, but God. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> I, I was quoting that verse, but changing your name. Yeah. Peter. 
All right, so with that being said, we're going to be in Mark 8. Wait, that made that, made that, that, made that way deeper. Go for it. Peter, right? He said, Peter, do you love me? So the whole charity thing means... To do to, to do others, unto Christ, you well, do unto others, you do unto Christ. You do unto others with no strings attached, unconditional. Right. And when you do no, that, yes. do you love Do you it? honestly know how hard that is in mm. everything? Yeah, do you? It's easy to do, but it's hard to do. It's hard to put She just wanted to start with this She's like, Starbucks card. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't it funny? You guys, we better tell you the truth. It was her acting like that. It was her Starbucks card. No I wanted to keep it when she went off the cliff. <laughs> <laughs> the rules were flipped. <laughs> Tony, I would have poked you. I love her. No. You guys really think I would act like that? No. I would have poked him. No, I only think you would act like that in a drive-thru. That's funny. Sorry. Anyways, back to the Bible study. All right, to the Bible study. I think I'm something wrong tonight. I've been laughing my head off. Too much sugar. The Bible says, micro rolling. All right, so chapter 8, verse 1. Ready? <laughs> it says, During those days, another large crowd gathered. Since they had nothing to eat, Jesus called his disciples to him and said, I have compassion for these people. They have already been with me three days and have nothing to eat. If I send them home hungry, they will collapse on the way because one of them have because some of because some of them sorry have come a long distance have come a long distance his disciples answered but where in this remote place can anyone get enough bread to feed them how many loaves do you have jesus asked seven they replied he told the crowd to sit down on the ground when he had taken the seven loaves and given thanks he broke them and gave them to his disciples to distribute to the people, and they did so. They had a few small fish as well. He gave thanks for them also and told the disciples to distribute them. The people ate and were satisfied. Afterward, the disciples picked up seven baskets of broken pieces that were left over. About 4,000 were present. After he had sent them away, he got into the boat, and his disciples and went to the region of Dalmanutha. The Pharisees came and began to question Jesus, to test them. They have asked him for a sign from heaven. He sighed deeply and said, Why does this generation ask for a sign? Truly I tell you, no sign will be given to it. Then he left them, got back into the boat, and crossed to the other side. Man, it's so much better when you read that one in Matthew. Yeah, that's what I'm doing right now. And <laughs> that one's so much better in Matthew. Mark. Yeah, okay. Remember, Mark's straight to the point, and it goes quick. It goes quick. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So what'd you get out of that, Jacob? What'd you get out of that? <laughs> oh, man, now someone asked you. 
I just don't want to spoil it. I want I want to hear you guys. Oh my goodness. You know what I mean? You know, performing I from miracles her. and saving all those 4,000 people. I don't people. really see the hope in it because um, Jesus, like, um, the, uh, I don't see that much faith. Like, I see faith from Jesus, um, but, like, that he gave that much bread and fish for all the people, and he believed that uh, everyone would be, um, like, I would everybody would be satisfied, but like nobody had faith in this. Well, like, he's being an example. He's yeah. showing us. Yeah. Because nobody did have it. Yeah, the so. disciples had no faith, and also like the people, the Pharisees had no faith because they didn't like have they, hope that he. They wanted a sign. They wanted proof. Mm -hmm. They should have just. Um, but all that bread and, and fish was proof. I mean, they only had seven loaves. You know, yeah. and a few fish, and then look at he, he fed all of them. Mm -hmm. But to nobody in that challenge in front of them. So I don't really see the hope and faith in that one. I can see the faith in the disciples. Not at the beginning. Without expecting anything in return. Like, we all just expect nothing, you know? I, I don't know. Um, they stayed three days. They, yeah, they stayed three days. I, I'm, I'm sure with many of you guys here have fasted for four. But it's hard not to eat for three days. It oh. is so hard. Your mind starts in... <laughs> you think of some things <laughs> that you are willing just to eat, just to have just a little bit of taste of something. So to sit there... For three days without eating is, is insane to me. Like you have to have some faith that something will come to you. Like you don't just do that for no reason at all. Unless you, you're like... What's like unconditional you're, you're, like you're saying? You know, mm -hmm. sticking around unconditionally just to hear the word. That's what I was going to say too. And the Lord had unconditional love for all of them. Mm -hmm. Well, Jesus had compassion because mm -hmm. there were people without a sheep, without a shepherd. That's what I. So he had compassion. He had compassion. No. That's what I see. There were sheep without a shepherd. And that's what we got out of it all. And he sighed deeply in his spirit when the Pharisees kept asking, questioning him. So that's the second time already in Mark that he sighed, which I feel like is it's meaningful in its own way. The writer put it there. Yeah, like he must be annoyed. You know what I saw in all of it? Well, not in not in this, but in everything. Every one of your answers. That that's what we're supposed to be for each other. Oh, most definitely. Mm -hmm. All your answers were correct, but they they need to be self applied. <clears throat> or out, huh? Mm -hmm. Yeah, they didn't ask him for food. He just had compassion, mm -hmm. and yep. that's the kind of love we need to be looking mm -hmm. out for other people. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I see it as like. Uh, like say you're a worker bee, you know, one who like really believes and acts in, in the faith and you get exhausted, right? You tend to you tend to lose your love. Mm -hmm. You know what you I mean? You tend to get that grumbling and complaining spirit. Yeah. yeah. 
Your spirit gets tested or stretched too thin. Right, you get stretched too thin, but even though it's been three days, um, uh, Jesus still has that compassion fully, you know, for these people. Not being exhausted, not, um, not, a not falling into that, that work, you know, that, that we tend to fall in so often. Um, and Jesus is showing us an example, uh, for those who have faith, keep the faith going, you know, like it's a, it's like, like there's more to it than just, uh, like you, you have a purpose for the Lord. So if the Lord keeps you there to do something for a while, then keep going with it. Keep loving those people. Don't, don't, don't get grumpy. Yeah, don't get grumpy. Don't, don't turn your rest into work. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Turn, or keep that rest going because you can just keep going if you keep showing love. Not, not worrying about where you want to go next, but living the moment <laughs> with those people and really, really loving them. Um. I believe, from what I, I see most here is that that Jesus is is showing us that that example of who we're supposed to be, um, and and it's something that that uh, we can see as an encouragement for those times of uh, strife or work. Or, Would you say like like the keeping the joy in your faith? Right? Yeah, keeping the joy in your faith. Hello, Angie. Not working it as like a, like a work, but more of a really loving the people in front of you in the moment you're in you know like, like we come here and I, i'm sure most of us don't come here because oh, i have to go to bible study i hope not you know i hope you guys want to run here you know because that's where your heart's at your heart you rest here you know what i mean and, and that's how we should be always you know especially with the people in front of us um, and that's what I, I see Jesus is doing there. Is he's, You're right. I see Jesus doing too. Is He's showing compassion for. We have to love our enemies. Yeah. And that's what I see. You have to love your enemies, and and that's hard because you know they're of the world. Certain people said things and they hurt you, but we have to have compassion. Yeah. Or see that. And love has to be in there. Love because that's, I know we're here, we're among each other, we love each other. But let's do we love the stranger. Yeah. We do that. And so, like, when it comes to that sigh, I was, at first, when I was reading it and, and, and spending time thinking about it, is that I was like, oh, maybe he's exhausted. It's like, forever how long he's been there, you know, they haven't eaten for three days, so it means they had to at least be there for four, mm-hmm. you know. Um, I was like, oh, maybe the size, size is exhausted, but it, I, it sh- I changed my mind on it, or the Lord shared with me more that it's like all this just happened, and the Pharisees right in front of him saying, show me more, mm-hmm. show me more, mm-hmm. you know, and he's just like, you know, like, that's that kind of sigh, like, I'm trying so hard to show you, and you just can't see, you know? He us that a lot, though, to, to prove himself. Yeah. And it's always something. He always has to respond with something else. Yeah, and I think, 
I think he's just like, when are you going to see? When are you going to wake up? When are you going to open your ears, your eyes? Because at this point, they're like following him everywhere, right? Right. Like just trying to get a reason to keep like, you know. Right. They're, they're out there for a different purpose. Yeah. For what the most of the scripture says, right? Mm-hmm. They're trying to catch him on his words or watch him do something on yeah, the Sabbath. Yeah, watch him do something bad. You know? So just take it, yeah. So. Exactly. Was that the people or the Pharisees? The, the Pharisees. Pharisees. Okay. You know, they're... they're they're, That's they're, why he didn't want to give them the miracle because he's like. No, I think it, it, it's that um, they're just asking for one as he's continuously doing. doing yeah, yeah, he exactly. wants one specifically done for him as yeah, a yeah. selfish like, thing, you know. Mm-hmm. And I, think, I get it. I get what what they they were saying. Like he did something they weren't asking, but they wanted to show them something they asked for. Yeah, like, yeah. The, like the the oh, men on the yeah. cross, and he was like, "Hey, like, can you do something for us here?" Yeah. You know? If you're really God, you can yeah. just break us down here and we can get on our merry way, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I gotta get to that part. <laughs> so it's something along. It's, it's, you know, in a little bit more words than that. But. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Unbelievable. But yeah, so, you know, that's what I got from the scripture is, is another thing is like, what it shows me is that, uh, <coughs> When when we can't do this, Jesus will do it for us. You know, he's gonna, he's never gonna, he's never gonna leave us or forsake us. He's 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 strong in his in his faith for us, right? And and we may linger and you know fall here and there, but um, he's the perfect example of who we're supposed to become, right? Because one day we will be like him when we meet, when we see him face to face. So I think it's just an example of who he is. Um, in that, you know, when he talked to the Pharisees, he said generation. So is he talking to a generation? Okay. So I see generation as, um, as a time period and what God sees, right? Like there's, there's chapters of, of humanity, right? I don't see it in, in, in a 20-year cycle, like how we see it nowadays. I, I see it in as in a chapter of humanity, right? So I see it from from the beginning of time to the end of the flood. This is just my speculation. This is nothing scripture that I can prove, right? Um, is that I, from, the, from the beginning of time to, to the flood, that was a chapter of humanity. They, they lived a certain way, they acted a certain way, they had their own certain laws. Uh, God was in their life more or far away from their life more and then after that it was from the flood to the to the, the patriarchs right and then from Moses to uh, David and then from David to Christ you know that's how I see like the generations of people as and I could be totally wrong and now Christ yeah. till the end of time right and so like I see like the end of days also <laughs> too it well, is, no, because so. it, it, it's a, it's a, it's yeah. they're large period gaps. Yeah, you know, um, they're not small ones. Like it could be even a longer period. It could have been from the patri- from Moses to Jesus. You know, however, I don't know where. The line so is the generation. So the end of t- it. So this generation is talking about these people where they're, they're part of that end chapter of humanity where Christ is because most likely Christ is going to die in right. in a so couple of years and they're going to be part of that generation that has Christ in their. it's been brought out with them right so they're part of that generation that's always uh, 
They're always Especially, asking for signs, yeah. you know. They're, like I was gonna say, like compared to acts where like people in the masses were being like saved. And yeah, but here it's like one by one, so it's like the reading of everyone's heart. You seem like you guys aren't gonna listen to what I'm doing. You yeah, you want to see what I'm doing, you know. So it's like just sticking it on that generation of people who are like he's just solidifying it. Like, yeah, but I also see that what's going on in acts is that same generation, you know. Um, I see what's going on today. Yeah, it's the same generation, mm-hmm. right? We're 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 in that same still period that that I believe. I mean, I, I'm totally wrong. Someone I would love so to hear you someone else. Managed to not today. Well, generations are only like forty years now, right? Yeah, but Jesus is talking more about a um, a stubbornness of people. You that's know, what I was he, saying. When he calls it, a, this is an adulterous generation. That's us today too. That's mm-hmm. it's the it's the. Um, what did I just say? Because that was perfect. <laughs> the stubbornness of people. Oh, the, the stubbornness of people, you know. That's when I was going to take you guys back, but you got into it. I was going to take you back to 11 and 12 because we were missing that. Right. And then you guys started bringing it out. But listen to what he says. So the Pharisees came and, and began to question Jesus, to test him. They asked him for a sign from heaven. You, you, can you imagine, just for a second, Mike, just you and me, okay, Mike, can you imagine for a second that there's 4,000 people out there that, that have been traveling with us for three days and no food, and it was it was up to us to feed them? We had seven loaves and a couple of fish, dude. That's not a sign from heaven? That's what I said. That's not a... Every person came right there. So they, they had just seen all of this. And they still had that. And that's why you see the sigh. Like, could you imagine? Like, are you guys kidding me? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, it's everything you guys were talking about, but it, it's it's. And they see lots of miracles, but they still want one yeah. for themselves. Yeah, you and I do today. <coughs> we're the same way. Mm-hmm. We're the exact same way. We get put in situations, and, we, and they're impossible situations. Right, and if we're not put in those situations, we're not doing what we've called, been called to do. Okay, because when we're called to do something, we get put in situations that make no sense. That make no sense. Yeah, right. And they're impossible situations. I've been in multiple of them over the years. You guys have seen some of them. You know what I mean? But God always came through. You just keep doing what He called you to do, and He provides that need. But if you go without that faith, then the Bible says you should have counted the cost before you started. Because now you're going to be laughed at. It costs you everything. It's you're like a fool. Mm-hmm. You understand? And so Jesus is like to these people. You got to see his heart. It's just like for us today. I really believe this. Jesus loved these people. Mm-hmm. Of course. He knew they were there to test him. He knew this. He knew that. He knew everything. But he was. He loved them. But the charity. He wanted to give them all the charity he gives us. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But their stubbornness. After seeing what they saw. You know, we're stubborn, right? Because you know why? We know what he's taken us from. I know who I was without Christ. And I know who I am today because of Christ. Not because of Matt Corfe, because he did nothing but screw up. You understand? Did you laugh? You get it, though, right? And, and, and so why would I be stubborn now when I already know what he can do? And what he wants to do. And that love, that charity he does. Amen. Because we have that stubborn spirit, like you said. Yeah, and it's what he's saying this generation, man. Mm-hmm. But, it, but, it, but it's nasty, really, because he doesn't... Gosh, I don't know how to explain it to you, but 
it brings death. Right. And that's, I was just telling Mike, I said that it's funny because you read the stories in the Old Testament, that God, and then you have churches who preach on the New Testament, it's like two different gods because it's so watered down. And I said that that they focus too much on um, one attribute of God. There's many attributes and they make it fluffy and lovely. And, but what are we being saved from? A God that's going to take wrath on people who doesn't want to. Yeah, he did everything, and he did everything spiritually, physically, mentally possible for us to be free. He didn't want nobody. He didn't want nobody. No no one to to perish. Yeah. Yeah. But and that's where I get like, yes, he's love, but he's also a God that is holy. He's a God, and he demands holiness. He's a God that's not going to change. Yep, and that's what I said. He's just, so when I read it, you know, you, when you read those stories, that guy got struck down because he touched the ark because it was falling. Those are examples. Like I said, don't touch the ark. Yeah, but I didn't understand that one. He was just oh, trying to say it. I understand it. it. I do. I understand it. <laughs> I understand that one. Yeah. I, I see that. love and all that. Love yes. Thing. Yeah, me too. It's me too. Love. Me too. But you know what? Guess what? I said, don't touch it. Yeah. Don't touch the stove. Because <laughs> <laughs> that thing's hot. Yeah. Human nature, then you're going to touch the stove. Yeah. The stove and human nature's going to throw gold into a furnace and out pop a cat. <laughs> and that's what brought me to Jesus, is reading those old um, te- um, Old Testament. Stories. Yes, it put the fear of God in me. It put the fear, and and I don't understand. Like I told Mike, I said I had to fear God before I learned to love Him. I feared Him because I don't want that. I don't want to, you know. Yeah, that's the problem with this generation we were just talking about. Uh-huh. They don't fear God, and that's what we're being saved from. All this is so that we don't perish and die spiritually. They they don't fear God at all. Mm-hmm. It's sad. <clears throat> He's sighing a lot right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's like sure not he again. <laughs> he is. Oh, I'm sure he is. There's no fear. <clears throat> remember, remember. Um, <laughs> you remember um, Abraham when they were, him and his wife were going into Egypt? Mm-hmm. What did he tell his wife? You're going to be my sister. There's no fear of God in this place. Yeah. Yeah. Because he he went into that uh, city or country or whatever, and he saw no fear at all of God. So he knew that when people don't fear God, they're going to do whatever they want. They might kill him, so he said. He said, they'll they'll straight up kill me and take you because you're so beautiful. Mm -hmm. And they lied. And you know what happened when they lied? Nasty things. We didn't trust God. Yeah. If they had trusted God, it would have already it went have according out. to plan. Yeah, it would have worked out. Those evil things that he thought of of those people wouldn't have happened. Yeah, but the thing is, is that he saw no fear. And that's, that's um, the other side of the story is what they're talking about. But the fact is, he saw no fear. And that's where sometimes we lose our faith. And we, we, we don't want to do that, period. That's what they're talking well, about. And what is, what is, it, when things it seem says, impossible, they're possible. It's that paradox prayer. You gotta lose your life to gain your life. Mm-hmm. So that's how he needed to walk in. Yeah. And even if he did lose his life, where would we go? Why would we turn our backs on him when we know when we are eternally 
with them. You know? And that's what I'm saying. We all have numbers. We have a date right now. Expiration date on all of us. Don't that's... point your fingers at me. Girl. <laughs> <laughs> we do. Hopefully and it's counting. And, and yeah. it's counting down. Depending you on know? the person. You know that scares me. You know to talk about all this? I gave a message years ago and I said, there's two dates on a tombstone. Mm. Right? And neither one of them mean anything. You don't want to know what the meaning of the tombstone is? The Which, most the most meaning you're ever going to get out of it is a little dash in between. Because that's you your did. life. Yeah, what that's you did life. in your life, in, in your, your lifetime. lifetime. Mm -hmm. What'd you do with that dash? I got erased. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm not sure why. <laughs> that's all right. Yeah. And that, that was true. my whole thing, you know, about the the um the attribute you know that a lot of people focus on one attribute of god and they don't get a clear picture of him yeah the thing here's the, the 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 reality of the attribute that you're talking about and the reality of everything about it because god doesn't change for anybody but he sent his son yeah. to cover the world because the world um was going to die without him period there's nothing we could do to be saved mm -hmm. nothing there's nothing physically, nothing we can do to be saved, period. If he didn't send his son, every one of us would perish, no matter how good we are, period. And that's the difference. The, the, the problem with it is, is that... That's the good news. That's the good news, but the problem with it is that people won't accept a free gift. Because with the free gift comes the, the life change, the cost. Mm -hmm. And... Um, and even if you do accept it, you struggle with that. Every one of us are sinners. We're saints who sin. We fall short of the glory of God. There's not one righteous, not even one. <laughs> you know what I mean? If it was so, we would make God out to be a liar. So shall we go on sinning? So shall we know? That's, that's what we're, By no that's means. What we're talking about. But remember the fear she was we'll just talking. Scripture. But do you remember the fear she was just talking? He's trying to. He's trying to be a pope. Amen. You you know what? The fear you were just talking about plays into it, though. You know, I would rather get to know God so well that I loved him so much because of how much he loved me. That's what ends up happening. Mm -hmm. But at first, it is fear. You know, that's why there's repentance. Jacob was talking to me all week about um, suffering. suffering. Nobody wants to suffer anymore what mm -hmm. it takes to get past things in the world in order to, to seek and serve the Lord. Right. Nobody wants to do it. Especially because his they're generation. They're yeah, all, my, yeah. my generation. They're the worst. They I avoid agree. suffering. At all costs, they avoid yeah. suffering. Yeah. You know, even myself, I avoid suffering at all costs. But, you but know, I have to, like, really buckle down and be like, no, I want to do this. Yeah. But yeah. you know what the suffering really is? You have to fight for it. You don't want to know what the suffering really is? Just repentance. Mm -hmm. Like, to turn from, to, 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 to recognize something's wrong now that you know God. And he's revealing those things to you. To recognize them, give them to him, and turn from them. And that that's what's hard to do. But you also have to realize what you're doing is going to have consequences. That's right. And you're going to go through. That's the suffering. That's where that comes in. And and you know what? And I'm not willing to do it, so I'm not going to do it. I told you guys this before. When I go through something, I always put in my mind, it's either God pruning something, he doesn't want something in my life. He's either strengthening my character, or I'm being chastised. So. Yeah. Well, I, uh, I think the main reason is, is like when I when I bring up my uh, generation, the only people that really 
the only really people that like understand what suffering is is they have to go through like a, tr- a like a giant trauma that like affects them more than just a couple it changes days. Them. It changes. Yeah, like like a, a drug addict, someone who's clean now. Like you go from a drug addict to like that is pure suffering when I see it. Like what they go through to come out of it is like they know what it means to suffer for sure. And for the most part, my generation, yeah, there's some drug there's some druggy guys out there, but like the ones who are, are real drug addicts, they have they see no like there's no off ramp on the freeway, you know, like they're trying to make everything legal, you know. Um, so they're they they don't have that same type of comeback where okay, I need to get my life straight, um, but they see that that's just a lifestyle, you know. So uh, they just feed into the to the ways of the world because they don't want to go through that suffering of pulling themselves out, and and then the people who don't suffer from that stuff, they've lived a goody good two shoes life that avoided suffering at all costs. So like the the dilemma that I brought up with him was, was like, well, how do we convince like how do how do I convince myself in this the first generation. place? How do I convince myself in the first place to to even want to suffer? You know, like everything everything I'm surrounded by, I can distract myself from that suffering. You know, I don't actually have to like it's part it's part of the way of life. You know, so it's how to reach that. How, how do I how do I reach myself in the first place? But if I can figure out how to reach myself, then maybe I can share with other people the same way to reach that kind of suffering because like I've come to the conclusion that I, I want to suffer now and uh, because like it's the more of the the rejoicing in our sufferings like I, I read that and I was like yeah. what does that even mean Paul says you know rejoice. rejoice in your sufferings I'm like how do I rejoice in my sufferings what is this well, like sorcery you know so what Catherine was saying about like the fasting we did a three-day water fast um, last summer right mm-hmm. and by like the second day we were like driving ourselves insane with just the, the things that we were like trying to get away with like when I was working in a restaurant and there was like side bowls where I was like if I just scoop this nobody's gonna know <laughs> nobody's gonna know if I eat this real quick you know what and a terrible were, place to fast there was even a there's an, even another part right. my brother was having uh, toothache issues right and I was telling myself like I got him a, a tube of war gel and I was like just just taste it like just get get the taste of water out of your mouth just to taste something you know and it's like unplugging from things that distract you is like the hardest thing because you could look into anything like when you do that when we did that I realized how much I do distract myself from things. Like I plug into anything to get my mind off of a thousand things instead right. of just sitting down and like facing it and realizing what the problem is or anything like that. And it did bring out like a, a different way of looking at, at things and putting it into perspective of like how to not avoid things. Because in the long run, you're just, you're just deep seeding those roots. Yeah. Yeah. You're like you're just living longer in the world. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Hence the pressure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and so, like, I was, like, trying to figure out, like, how, how can I start rejoicing this summer where, where, where I don't, like, oh, I mean, so, uh, the Lord's trying to teach me something, like, oh, man, I'm just going to have to go through this, like, like, I wanted to change my mindset into, like, all right, Lord, what do you got to show me? I'm ready, you know, like, that's what I, that's what I want to change my mind into is, is not suffering because I have to, but suffering because the Lord's got something at the end of this to show me or, or to prune me or or to build the character of, you know? Mm-hmm. And that's what I've been talking to him about because I, I want to rejoice in my sufferings. He's talking about how do, you, how, do you, how do we reach somebody else to understand that so they can grow. Yep, I get that. You know what? I was talking to my sister 
And she goes, Laura, she goes, you suffer so well. She goes, I could never. I want to be able to suffer like you do. And and I said, maybe that's why God does it, because I will give him glory. Yeah. You know, he that that's what prayer is all about, is, you know, showing what God can do. Praying to him. Mm-hmm. Giving him thanks. Having that thankful gratitude, attitude. Yeah, instead of the other one, which started all this. Yeah, because... Kind of this generation does not want to look at any of their like deep seated well, issues. I, I kind of see this generation the same same way that like uh, like for instance the the Jesus Revolution movie is like it, it's coming to that point where people are starting to they got nowhere else to go. off. They're like, well, like I'm surrounded by all this, but what's life about? You know, like people well, are starting to distracting us isn't distracting us anymore. Yeah, it, it's starting to people are starting to look around and That's go. True. Right, what is this all about, you know? And, yeah, and oh, you know what? We were sitting we were sitting at Baker's right now. We were sitting at Baker's right now and I told Mike I said, Thank God he put taste buds in my mouth. This tastes so good, you know? And just to even think that that I'm I get to taste this wonderful food, thank you, God. Sorry. And you were at Baker's? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it was good. <laughs> it was good because I hadn't eaten since yesterday. So, oh, there you, you know, so I was, and it just it tasted so good. And when I when I feel good stuff, I know it comes from God. So I'm like, thank you, mm-hmm. thank you. Can you imagine eating and not having taste buds? Yeah. Mm. Oh, yeah, no, the main <laughs> reason why I've been thinking about boring. it is because, like. For the okay. most part, the suffering, cool. the suffering turns into it, it is on a, it is on a small scale. It's it's things that God's trying to prune out of your life. It, it's it's those things, and um, the more you receive them, though, the less you suffer. That's what people don't understand. Yeah, well, that's the rejoicing part. Yeah, and I want to go back to the taste buds. Can you imagine how good things would taste if we would just accept them from the Lord? Yeah. Oh, that's what I was trying to say right now. That's exactly what I was saying. I know exactly what you're saying. I just wanted to bring it out in a different way. (laughs) Yeah. Just and think and just being thankful. Mm -hmm. And I can get up and walk and you see people with, you know, canes and walkers and I'm able to you know, that's it's good that I eat once a day because it's like that's what I get, a thankful attitude for everything. You get a clear mind. Mm -hmm. Praise God. What do you think, Mike? Yeah. That's right. Everything else is death. That's what Mike said earlier. I liked it. It's because we have too much. Of, you know, like before we were a couple years ago, you'd go to the movie store, you'd spend time looking looking through them. You know, you pick what you want. Now there's too much selection. Now I can't pick anything. Now I don't want to watch anything. I'd rather read a book. You know. Cody yells at me. You know why? Because mm-hmm. I have the clicker and I'm clicking for an hour. Mm-hmm. Now that's more fun than watching, you see? <laughs> it actually I'll, is. I'll stop every once in a while to read what it's about and then I'll go on. Right. And, and you're acting with your television? Because there's nothing to watch, even though there's everything there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, if you don't watch TV for they a couple weeks and you watch a show, it's like a few amazing. seconds long amazing. for you to go. See, I haven't done it. Right. And then they turn it. <laughs> Going back to that suffering part, the reason why I thought about it is because Memo brought a message uh, two weeks ago, and it was talking about um, people were bringing followers to Christ instead of disciples, and 
Um, I think the suffering part is part of that growth. You know, like you have it's for things discipled. that you, it is being discipled. And if we can if we can figure out how to rejoice in our sufferings and live that to where people want to do the same thing, like because think about it in Acts, right? Ananias and Sapphira, they thought it was so cool to be part of the church community that they lied about giving their money away, right? And they dropped dead because of it, mm-hmm. right? Um, like the, the power of God um, was great there, and, and the power of God could be is the same way when when we live it to show other people because they'll want to do the same thing, mm-hmm. right? And and I think the main reason why is because like if we were all at gunpoint right now, how many of like how many of us would you know take the bullet like? I'll 100%. take it. Well, of I course. thought about that before. It's, it's easy. It's easy to say it in the moment we're in, you know. But definitely the circumstance, like, like we saw in 2020, the craziest thing. The whole world stopped, right, over political issues, you know, that turned out to be a scam in the first place, right? If you're paying attention enough. Um, but yeah, it's the same thing. It. It's the same thing. <laughs> it's the same thing with our faith. Like, how far are we gonna push things away? Like, you know, uh, before we actually stand in our stand firm in our faith, where we're gonna actually go through the suffering. Because most of the reason why those things happen is because people weren't willing to stand up and suffer the consequences. Mm-hmm. They're like, well, I got a job and I got kids to eat. You know, to eat. Yeah. That'd be a little awkward. But back to back to our faith. Yeah. Wait, but we did. We stopped coming to church. Right. We listened. Why? Why did we do that? Yeah. That's what about COVID. Yes. Yeah. Oh, I was lost. Thank you. <laughs> like, like, why did we stop eating? <laughs> why did we listen? Yeah. Why did? But I wanted to bring it in. Because they told us it was highly contagious. Yeah, so we got scared, and yeah. we didn't have faith. faith yeah, okay. Right. So what I'm getting at is, like, if we're a true disciple of Christ, we're going to live our life no matter what. Nothing's going to push us away, and we're going to deal with those sufferings when they are. You know? And if you caught COVID, you dealt with it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And if you die, yeah, 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 but that's what I'm, 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 I'm focusing yeah, more on the faith side. I don't really care about the people get stuck in just being like health. just in their yeah. salvation. They just like, oh, I've accepted Christ, and they don't want to do the work. Like we've talked about before, is like that that uprooting of like yourself to let God's like you know seed work within you and grow himself out. A lot of people in our generation just like, oh, I just have to accept Christ. And right, I want to go it's further just follow her mm-hmm. You know what, though, you guys, it was the same in my generation. The same in, well, you're my age, that's right. The same in somebody else. Oh, the same you. in your generation. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, like, there's great revivals, though. <laughs> you know, there's great revivals. There is, no, no, but it's the same in every generation. The, the difference is, is this, you guys, and this is the difference, and Jacob said it earlier, you Okay, when we live our lives in Christ, it causes people to become thirsty for Christ. And so that's what that's why every one of us are sitting here. You know what I mean? And and it's it, it's different here. I've been other places, okay, where people don't bring their Bibles, they don't read their Bibles, they're not encouraged to do so. I've been places where they don't even speak the word of God when they're in their messages. So so it's different. When you're when you're when you're living it, you're teaching what you live, and you're doing the right thing, then you, then that's discipling. You have to be willing to be discipled, and you have to be willing to disciple. You know what I mean? That's the, that's discipleship, and that and discipleship is following Christ. Yeah. Do you think Christ had people who weren't 
giving their heart around oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I think that's yeah. what like the And so he's like Judas was in it for the money. Right. Mm-hmm. That's what me and Mike were talking about. Well, I think that's what that size about. Like the the people like, that are like Oh man, when G- when Judas hung himself, Jesus <laughs> was up there going How many more? Mm-hmm. Say say that generation. Mm-hmm. And then he even told him, Lord, Lord, you know? Many, many will come to me and say, Lord, Lord, didn't I do miracles? Didn't I do this in your name? Many. Yeah, and you know the difference is? Man can do great things, and 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 they did it on their own. Yeah, they, that's what I'm saying. They did it in their own strength instead of doing it in Christ's strength. That's right. Instead of doing it in his power, that, that's through faith. Yeah, that's like what we saw what we saw in this Bible study right that the, that the Pharisees saw there's a there's a um, there's a uh, Jesus had to have the faith right and his father that, that bread, bread bread and fish were going to turn into enough to feed all those people what's wrong there's comments yeah. <laughs> we need to read comments well, you know, well, 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 no, right. go, go ahead, go ahead. We'll get to that. Well, now we'll I've already lost George. it. How did you lose it? Yeah, 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 yeah. I know. I was like, listen, I was right on the point. All right, what? Oh. Jesus had to trust God, yes, the yes. Father, when He prayed for that food that it was going to feed all of those people. Amen. Right. And to say He gave thanks. Yeah. He didn't ask. He gave thanks. He, he knew. He knew. Something he knew. else. That's a, bomb. Have to that, ask. that's a bomb way of thinking because that's the way, as Christians in our faith, we should be. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Right. Something there else. should be an expectation of faith. Mm-hmm. Not, not, now it has to be different. Don't get me wrong. You ready? Don't get me wrong. Okay. Because there's a lot of people wishing for things. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about things you know of God <coughs> that are already. His will. Yeah. His will for your life. The things you already know. You know, I don't. I don't try to step out on anything unless I know God's leading me. Mm-hmm. You understand? And Jesus knew that these people needed to be fed. The compassion came from His Father mm-hmm. for these people. The compassion we know that because He so loved us that He sent His Son. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's so He knew when He prayed. He knew. You get it? And, and and part of our problem is, and this is just a fact, we believe in Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior and what he did on the cross, but we don't believe in what he can do today or what he wants to do or what his will is in our life. And I said God gave all authority and all power to him. So, all. Yeah. All right. Um, the comments that are here from George, actually. Okay. Uh, long, blessed week. See you guys next week. Pray for safe travels. George is coming here? George Puentes. He told me he was coming, but I didn't know it was that soon. That's cool. Uh, and his Go second on. comment is, someone pumped Mike for me. Oh, Love you, Mike. There you go. <laughs> yes. Cool. His third oh, one it is, wasn't Tony? Oh, I'm sorry. Can you hear yourself? I they know. Decide, <laughs> they decide they don't need church and forget we, we are called to fellowship and congregate with fellow believers. And his reference is Hebrews 10.25. Who, who said that? George. George. Okay, read it again to me. They decide they don't need church and forget we are called to fellowship and congregate with fellow believers. Okay, yeah. That that fits really well, but it's even deeper. It's what it's discipleship. It's what Jacob was talking about. Yeah. What I like, I, I, I get like we should just do these things because God said it. I get it. But I'm trying to like have that compassion that Christ is showing in these scriptures, these other people. And I think um 
when, when you figure out when the Lord shares with you how to do it and, and you reason through it um, when someone finally comes and asks you about your life that you're that you're living you know that you're sharing you don't just say you know church answers you actually give them an in-depth process to think about you know uh, which gets them already dwelling with the Lord you know and I think that's the the, the reason why I'm dwelling on that rejoicing and the suffering because when someone on the outside is looking hearing like hey uh, this scripture says rejoice in your sufferings are you mad you know mm-hmm. you know most people just will give them a church answer <laughs> you know most people it, it, you know it's, it's something that you really have to think about and really dwell with the Lord on yeah. and I love these dwellings that uh, when they come come about because the other night uh, uh, we were reading an Acts uh, as a family and uh, uh, I saw it we were at the stoning of Stephen oh, right wow one. it's so yeah. sad we were at the stoning the stoning of careful bro we're at the stoning of Stephen you know like he was so willing to suffer for the Lord you know he was so willing and it got brought up again, and Tony said something because we, we were walking it out. I was like, "Well, what do you think? What do you think you should do when when you suffer, right?" And she was like, "Well, I don't know." And I was like, "Okay, well, if you're suffering for something, what do you do?" And she was like, "Well, I go to somebody and I talk about it." And I was like, "Dang, that's bomb!" You know, mm-hmm. you're supposed to go back to the Lord and. You know, share it with them. Like, hey, Lord, I'm suffering with this. Spend time with them, like, to talk it through. And, and that's like, so in this meditation that I've been going through since pretty much Memo gave that, that message, um, it, it's all circling back. You know, this, it always goes, it always circles back to like, oh, it's simple, you know, just, yeah. you know. <laughs> you know didn't, like, you, didn't you learn from Simple Kingdom? Right, every time. Like there's so, there's been arguments I've had with the Lord. Like, I know, Lord, but I want you know this or that, and and it's always like, you know the answer. It's simple, you know. It's it always comes back to that, and like, especially on, when it comes to love, you know. There's something there's something recent. I I think I shared it once with with a couple of you, but recently I had a, a thing with uh, with my wife where um, something happened, and. She was mad at me because I didn't take sides. I didn't. I didn't agree with her. You know what I mean? And she even. You like that? Anyways, uh, when it finally came down to her being quiet, listening, you know, a little bit, I told her. I said, "I'm never gonna be on the side of wrong. I don't care who it is, or what it is, or what's happening." And then it was brought up. Um, was it Christmas? I think it was Christmas. It was brought up over Christmas. Um, with her family her family was all at my house and so it was brought up to her family and I let her tell the story and everything and then um, and then after she was done telling the story I told the story but I told what happened not that she not that she didn't not that she didn't but there was a, not that she didn't but there was a side I didn't have a side I just told her that I told the family what happened and I said and I told her what I told them what I said and that was that and this is what I'm getting at this is the point I'm trying to make. I told them that I would never be on the wrong uh, never be on the side of wrong period 
and okay. picking sides as well, right? Whatever it well, was. Well, whatever it was, yeah. If 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 you do something that's that you shouldn't be doing or mistreating somebody or doing this or that, I don't care what it is, mm -hmm. right? And Mike agrees with you because you're married to him, mm -hmm. and he wants to be on your side and be with you and all never. that. That that yeah, never. He never does. Exactly. Ever. Exactly. He always tells me nope. Exactly. <laughs> Ever. But okay. here's what I'm trying to tell you. Here's what I'm trying to tell you. Right? Did you look at her like? Anyways, I'll get in trouble. Uh -huh. Here's what I'm trying to tell you. Here's what it. Here's what it all boiled down to. Here's what it all boiled down to. Okay. Because it even happens with me. Because God shows me my wrong all the time. Right? And I have to be in agreement with him. I, I know I'm wrong. Yep. I'm not going to agree with even myself about it. I don't have a side. Yeah. So, But here's, here's what I'm trying to share with you guys. Because this is the way we are. You ready for this? You ready? Mm -hmm. The whole family was angry with me. Amen. <laughs> That's when you knew you did something right. And, I suffered, and you know what I told Jacob about it, though? I said... Had I agreed with her or, or caved into that family, that wouldn't have been showing her love at all. Mm -hmm. Nope. Nothing would have ever changed. Nothing would have ever been different. And she's probably watching tonight and going to be like, hey, why did you bring that? Whatever. I don't care. I want you guys to see it because that's the way we do things to Christ. Right. Those arguments that I have with the Lord, he's always shown me the things that I've done. Every I go, time. Oh, I know you're right. And, you know, I just gotta submit. You know. He hits me so deeply, you guys. This I'm gonna show you how deeply he hits me. It's terrible. Okay. He doesn't just show me I'm wrong. He shows me what that wrong causes. Mm -hmm. Oh. There's that whole circle. I, I see it everywhere. I see it everywhere. That's what's so beautiful about God. He doesn't just say, "Oh, you're wrong." <laughs> You know, he says, come here. She's like discipleship. <laughs> She's like, why are you going to push me like that? I love you, but when you act like that, it's just not right. <laughs> you see what it does? It just destroys everything around you, your relationships. Do you know what he said? He said to the prostitute, remember, he says, yeah. who condemns you? No one. I, no one. I do not. Do I. Go and sin no more. That's right. Um, and he helped her up. Mm -hmm. you know and you know what he showed those people? Yeah, that. Right? Why would they walk away if he didn't show them something? Yeah, I I love that. He was probably saying, Laura did this on Thursday at 3.30. Mm -hmm. And I said, oh my God. And Mike <laughs> followed her. He mm -hmm. didn't say, ate that apple. <laughs> 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 well, <laughs> you know what? There's not comment. one perfect except Mike here. Amen. George's last comment. I said, let somebody ask me to provoke. Love. Provoke. What happened? Yeah, say it again. What did he say? He said, let some other man praise you. Yeah, not your own. It's a Bible verse, right? That's right. Meaning people tell the truth about you, not yourself. That's right. Well, see, but I like that. I like that. No, it's beautiful. I like that because it makes me think, it makes me change, it makes me okay. Yeah, but you back. have to come to me with the word. Don't come to me with what you think. You need to show me in scripture. Amen. That's how I. Yeah, what does scripture say? What does scripture say? I can't argue against that. Yeah. Sorry. But. No, no buts. There's no buts in Christ. That's no. what I was going to say. No. <laughs> I forget what I was going to say now, so it doesn't matter. Praise God. There's no but. But you guys get what I was trying to say? That's how we treat God. So are you always right? <laughs> Amen. I'm always wrong. You know, the only way you can, the only way you can be right. The only way you can be right is to be in His will. Yeah. Next time, when we argue, try try to argue with Scripture. 
Actually, that's that's a blessing right there, because it just taught you both something. Even though you know, it would be better just not to argue at all. <laughs> There's nothing more important. Get to express my feelings. She's really good at that. That's not just something you have to pray about because yeah. I try to express my feelings and I I never ever get to say them. But and they're you, never right, so I stay out of my feelings. But you were saying not to argue. <laughs> I'm serious. Yeah, okay, yeah. you're right. I can relate but to that. But the only way not to argue is if you Same, both, Laura. If Same. You both walk in righteousness, right? <laughs> okay, well, that's what. Remember, I told you guys, I think a week ago or so, I don't care if you guys have a disagreement as long as you're working together in Christ to figure it out. Right. Mm -hmm. It's when it's when you, it's when one of you might be in in the Lord thinking about it. And the other one's just not. They don't care. They want to be right or they want to whatever. You can't fix that other person. God can fix them, but 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 you have to be the example for that other person. So why argue with them? Yeah. You know why even why even go there? Like it shouldn't even be a, 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 a you know it should be one sided really. Can it be turn around to for growth like earlier like growth because God wants to accelerate you every That's right. time. That's he right. He doesn't want to keep you down here. That's right. You're down here. But you he's going to cuz he wants to use you and That's use right. you to become a full on disciple I, of his. I agree but 100%. It shouldn't when that kind of growth take it but at the same time growth but being corrected by love so mm -hmm. you could grow. Yeah, but you exactly. can't be corrected if you're willing. But if people, yeah. yeah some if you people, accept, right? If you can't yeah. accept it. Can I tell you guys what happens in the church yeah. as well as in my relationships with you other people? No matter. Um, can I tell yeah. you guys? My own mom told me that she can't even talk to her own son. And it wasn't that she couldn't talk to me. It's just that she's telling me stuff that's horrific. And I'm telling her that this is what the word says. You know, this is what, who we're supposed yeah. to be now. This is we shouldn't be like that. Well, she she wanted me to agree with her too about things that she you know. So so uh, I've had my own mom, my wife, my first wife. I've had people at church. People get mad at me all the time. Amen. <laughs> all the time, and it's okay with me. I'm going to tell you why it's okay with me. Okay, because I love you. Amen. Okay. And, and growth is never going to come through me agreeing with wrong. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Growth is going to come. You know what happens every time after time spans? After yeah. time spans? I've had people leave the church angry and never come back again, okay? And when they do come or when I see them, they're, they came here again or, or I see them again. So they, they apologize. They, they grew from it. What if I would have never been the person to say, whoa, this is, you know, I'm not going to agree with it. I'm sorry. I can listen to it if you want me to, but it's not right. You know what I mean? So that's where the growth comes. That's where the suffering comes. I've suffered through a lot of reasons. He's known just as he's been here. I've told him how much I'm hurt by people, right, that I just loved. But because of where they're at and their sin, they can't see it until they go through something. You see what I'm saying? Matt, but they come, they come to you because you made a relationship. Whether they were in the wrong or right. You know, and God showed it to them later. They came back to you because you made that relationship with them. That's right. And that's 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 what's beautiful. That's discipleship. It isn't always the person who's going to listen right away. That's beautiful when that happens. You know, because that's when God has somebody's heart that's already ready. You know, It's hard to accept. When, when people tell you the truth, 
It's hard to accept at first. You have to sit there and go, whoa, 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 let me think about this. Yeah. Some people do, though, and it's it's like, wow, you watch their life change overnight. I mean, this kid changed overnight. Uh, Mike, when he came around, he really changed overnight. I'm... You took a little minute, but she changed overnight when she got it. Mm-hmm. You know, this kid, oh, my gosh, what a punk. But I'm just saying that. Like, like, <laughs> a little rubble. <laughs> hey, I'm just he saying, calls like, me a punk. Like I gotta even, agree with even um, her husband. Mm-hmm. At first, one of the first things I told him was Amen. was he had a rebellious spirit type thing. Was it uh, not rebellious? What was it called? Uh, remember, he says it all the time now that he's not that. What pride. Pride. So you got too much pride, brother. You know what I mean? I kind of, but it was about the situation we were talking about or something, you know. And after that, he realized, well, I do, and he he changed it. And now he's like, no, I suffered in order to get to where he is today, you know. But I've said that to people before, and they're so mad, I never see him again. I know. I told my daughter this, and I said, you have to sit there and think about things in your life that you need to change. And if you don't have nothing, you need to get in your word. Mm -hmm. Because if you think there's nothing in your life you have to change, that's crazy right there. Yeah. You, you must be perfect. You guys, I have lost great friends that I thought would be t- like forever friends. You know what I mean? Because I tried to show them something that wasn't right, like with their children or something that needed to be fixed before they lost them. Like I, I did it in love. Like you guys, this isn't right. You know what I mean? And, and I lost them as friends. You know, they still love me when they see me. They still hug me. They do all that same stuff because they know that it was wrong. You know, they even saw the outcome from it, where it went. But. What do you do? What do we do? We, we, you know, where our suffering, you know, where our suffering comes in? Because we do still keep loving them. And we see what they have. We see what they're going through because they won't, because they have that stubbornness. They have that prideful. Yeah, that generational whatever, you know what I mean? And and you let it go, though. And I seen with the one person at that other church, Danny, you let that go. And he kept that. He kept his pride. You know? They don't know who Danny is, so he knows who Danny is. That's why I said it. I love Danny. I know, and that, that's the thing. Yeah. That, that was always the thing. Yeah. You know, you loved him, and he still... Mm-mm. But uh, yeah, I'm a woman. Tell her. Wrong, wrong. Wrong, wrong. He was wrong. I'm just He's wrong, but. I just like picking on her now. <laughs> She's like, help me. Yes, ma'am. I'm trying to But suffering can also be like deep roots being pulled out. Oh, yeah, that's what we're talking about. Yeah. That's what we're talking about. Listen, sister, that's everything we're talking about, okay? Like, because. But here's here's the here's the thing nobody realizes, okay? Actually, we should all realize. I'm sorry, I shouldn't say that. Here's the thing that we need to realize more of, okay? Sorry. Is like you guys. I've shared it with you before, probably, but I pray with people about things that are going on in their life and stuff, and it cracks me up. I'm still I still have compassion for them because I know they're going through it. You know what I mean? But it cracks me up because the only reason they're going through it is because they put themselves there again, you know, or 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 they think that they should be above something or somebody or some, you know, they have such a desire, you know, that. But all of these things is is what he was talking about. They're not suffering. They, they it, it, it's, it's a worldly. It's all worldly. 
You know what I mean? But here's the beautiful part about Christ, you guys, and you, all of you should be experiencing it, okay? The more we choose to suffer, right, the less we actually suffer. Yeah, that was like the conclusion. Yeah. Ooh, ooh, I could share that. Go I ahead. could share that. I could share that. Okay. That happened to me this week. Oh, 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 oh. There was a birthday party at my job, right? And they they wanted me to go into the office. I said, okay, I'll make it happen. I'll go into the office. So they're all sinners, okay? Okay, and guess Guess who's, that's what I was saying earlier, all this, compassion. I was serving them. They all left me by myself to set everything up, clean, put everything away. And we got a lot of people here, right? And I was doing it with love. Then I walked back and I, oh, here's, here's a piece of your cake from one of my coworkers. Here you go. And she goes, I saw they all walked out. And I'm like, where's Jackie? And then I'm walking, but I walk, but something was telling me I'm here with you. That's all you, that's why I shared that. All you need is me. Yeah, you, now yeah. you do get it. Exactly so I get it. So, the, so, so, but with suffering, like I, what I was going through and some yeah. deep roots are coming out of me and I'm, I'm like, but I didn't, I didn't felt it this that's time. Right. It's, you're right. That's you go right. through suffering. What happens but is, it's like, yeah, what happens is, away. what did Jesus say his, his burden and his yoke were? Light. My burden is easy and light. Easy and light, right? Mm -hmm. So, so that's not what we're talking about suffering though. That ain't easy or light, mm -hmm. yeah. but but here's the difference, okay? We can go through the same situation being different people. Mm -hmm. We don't have to get angry anymore because somebody else is angry. That's right. We don't have to feel this way or that way anymore because somebody else is. We don't have to have what somebody else has anymore. We don't have any in Christ. It's all different. Is it? Yeah. So yeah. so our 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 suffering actually produces something. It produces perseverance. And perseverance produces character. And character? Hope. Amen. Oh. See, that's the process if you can get through that suffering. Well, I know. That's the hardest thing. Well, I did. That's a key. I was like this. My whole thought process is like, okay, you were able to do it, right? I was able, yeah. Because remember how it was so easy. So quick, James. That you can share it with another person. And they would understand it from the they other side. They would understand it, yes. Because, like, most people will just say the churchy stuff, like, oh, I just trusted him, right? And mm -hmm. then someone who's on the outside is just like, yeah. How do you trust? I actually know that problem. You know, that's the that's the, the problem I face with my generation. Like, my best friends, like, I can't explain. Like, my main problem is, is, like, I just can't explain enough to them for them to understand. And and that's what I would love to share with them more. Are you they know, reading the Bible or no? They're, they're on the other side. Yeah, yeah they're they're on the other side. They're not even taking one word and grabbing it to get in. Right. They're just well, they're just trying to understand because like if I just tell them like oh I just gave it to Jesus. You know, so in the they, uh, some of them would actually laugh like you know like like that's they'd how they probably like, rebuke you too. Yeah. <laughs> or, or it's just like it would a lot of it just comes into like no one's into like making fun of people anymore. It's mm -hmm. more of like ignoring. Mm -hmm. You know, they like they say something and they just ignore it. You know and. And, and and the more the more I could be in depth with them, the more I could have an actual because like what I noticed with my gen generation is like they're so quick to have a philosophical conversation about something dumb like space. 
You know what I mean? Right. They're so like quick to have a conversation, but if I can have that same conversation, but about God. Uh, you know what I mean? Like that's where I want to get to. Well, Instead of just saying churchy station and playing games. The you know? beauty was that they scripture they have no references. Right, but like the cool thing is is I could bring like I could bring uh, yeah. the scripture to them. The thing about people not knowing scripture is you could speak scripture and they not know that it's scripture. Mm-hmm. Right. Like that's, that's one thing, thing about it. That's one thing yeah. I noticed about Memo. Yeah, I knew right? That. When I first met Memo, he was speaking to me. And Matt just starts laughing, you know? Matt's just laughing. And I was like, what are you laughing about? He's like, oh, he's just quoting he's just quoting a whole chapter of, you know, Romans or whatever it was. And then as I grew in my faith and I spent enough time with the Lord, he would do that to other people. And then I'd start laughing because I remember being in that spot, like, not that long ago. You know, not knowing what he's saying to me in scripture, but, like, he's, like, quoting a whole chapter or a whole passage. And I, I think it's the funniest thing because... I remember when I was in that moment, and I'm like, okay, well, these people are, hopefully these people are, are, are listening, and they're going to want to grow like how I wanted to grow. And Well, yeah, that's what Christ, you know, that's what the Bible says. Are you going to be hearers or doers? Yeah. And, and You can hear it, but are you going to... Because if, we if, if we were all Christians and we were all doers, like, we wouldn't be in predicament we're in. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, there wouldn't be this massive greed that we see today of, on, on everything, you know, every aspect of life. We would see people loving each other, people taking care of each other. You know, we wouldn't let the law get in the way. You know, we'd actually just take care of people because that was a good thing to do. You guys got you know, 10 nowadays minutes. Nowadays, the law gets in the way. 10 minutes, get your prayers in. People but don't want to do it, you know? People the, were scared of being sued. Or, in the end, it was, be- it was beautiful because, and I give God the glory for this, because when I was walking, I was walking past and all these cubicles, seeing the employees and all that. They they all look and I'm like, why are you staring at me? But I felt the love that God was with me. So the grace of God was shining. So I was like, love you, love you, love you. In other words, I was, I, while I was walking, I was planting my seed to them. I was throwing them. So, so I was wanting it. So then in the end, my worst enemies, okay, praise God. It was only God the glory. They all got up and gave me a big old hug. And they held me tight. And I'm like, you're welcome. Jesus loves you. But I was sincere heart. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Sincere. Yeah. But I'm like, no, it's okay. It's my pleasure. My, you know, and I'm like, I would have never said that. Yeah. You know, what's funny is because it's chocolate. The Bible directly talks about this. Yeah. Uh, it's heaping hot coals on them, on their head is how the Bible takes it. Because, and the reason why I only mentioned that is because when you're doing something and they mean it for evil and you do it in love and kindness and directly in the Lord and the way the Lord would do it, then those people have nothing to go against you with. And on top of it, they feel guilty for what they did. And that's the hot coals going on in their head because now they're like, we just did this to this person and all they, all she did was love us through it. Like That's the yeah. same plan. Exactly. Yeah. And so people think I've, I've heard people say, I'll put hot coals on their brow. I'll be nice. <laughs> <laughs> There's no seed being planted there. <laughs> That's the opposite. Uh, That's just the world in the scripture. George did comment again 
And it said, uh, Jordan Jansen and Jacob Jansen are young men of God, but still a little punk sometimes. That we love so much. Everyone loves Dad, even though he is always a punk. Oh, What did he say? He was calling me and Jacob punk sometimes, but you a punk all the time. So everyone loves Dad, even though he is always a punk. <laughs> yeah, we can. <laughs> we can. We can. What time is it? I'm a it's a nine. Eight minutes. I'm trying sometimes. It would be pushing it. I don't. I want. I mean, if you guys are willing to go over. It's only seven short verses, but the read it and get. It just goes with what we're so strong with doing. But I don't. I mean, I mean. I don't want to be really difficult again. Because it's only fourteen to twenty-one. What's that? Reading the next seven that goes with this. Oh, we should make We have time. Let's do it. Okay, let's do it. I'm just like, I don't want to say go over. You never stop till eight fifteen anyway. So wait for me. She's standing her ground, digging. And at least you're talking about it. Because, you know, I would have hashed it. I didn't change your mind otherwise. She would just see the rules to follow. I'm not sure. That's how I reason with the Lord. Yeah, exactly. I'm just I'm just I'm just I'm Oh, you already automatically knew what to do. Did you take it apart? Dude, he takes those apart, puts them back together while we're sitting there. doing a Bible My hands are never so I love it. <laughs> yeah, I do. I was trying to do it earlier, but I don't have cutters. That's the problem. Do you okay. need cutters? I need cutters and a flathead screwdriver. Okay, well, I can take it to her on Monday or something. So Maybe it's Sunday. And you can do it on Sunday if you don't want. Yeah, I'll bring my tools or find Orlando. I know he has tools here. So. Yeah, and I, I have some at home I can do. So. Okay. Yeah, it's, like, it's a quick fix. So. Um, I just need the tools. Did you find this on? Yeah, to finish Tina's okay. land. See, I don't know, oh, but I don't know that song. Something by Holland. It's not the song. Holland. Holland. Yeah, but all music is not godly, so don't. <laughs> <laughs> you need to hear the song. That you're the little punk. All right, you guys want to do the last seven verses real seven quick? Times. Yes. Okay. All right, verse fourteen. You want to read it or? You guys want me to keep going? Just do it. Right. Do it. Yes. The, the, the disciples have forgotten to bring bread, except for one loaf they had with them in the boat. Be careful, Jesus warned them. Watch out for the yeast of the Pharisees and that of Herod. They discussed this with one another and said, It is because we have no bread. Aware of their discussion, Jesus asked them, why are you talking about having no bread? Do you still not see or understand? Are your hearts hardened? Do you have eyes but fail to see? And ears but fail to hear? And don't you remember? When I broke the five loaves for the five thousand, how many baskets of pieces did you pick up? Twelve, they replied. 
And when I broke the seven loaves for the four thousand, how many basketfuls of pieces did you pick up? They answered, seven. He said to them, do you still not understand? What's this with the yeast? That's everything. How does yeast work? I was going to say the exact same thing. How does yeast work? That's everything we've been talking about tonight. It expands. Huh? It, it, well, he just said it. it was a heart. Their hearts were hard. Mm -hmm. well, okay, from the yeast, right? How does yeast work? It's you ever make bread before? It's what makes yeah. the bread no, make the bread. No. It's a little, it's a little thing that you put in and you work it through the dough, and it goes all through the dough and makes it rise. And it's only a little bit. So it only takes a little bit. You can even take, you can even take a piece of that bread that has a let yeast. it sit out uh -huh. and then mix it with flour and it'll grow again yeah and you can take a piece of that bread and mix it with flour uh -huh. okay, and it'll so, grow again okay so they're talking about Thank people you. just spraying yeah the bad yeah mm how -hmm. little bit of yeast yeah. the bad. Out, of the, and, out of the four thousand there was a few that came heard more more came more came well he's yeah, he, yeah. yeah. But he's no, talking that's, about the, the that's the righteous way of doing it yeah yeah but, but he's he, talking about the pharisees but he said not to let it happen like yeah. the pharisees yeah. inherit so what he's talking about is, is the the church that's not following the not following the Lord, and he's talking about the world. Yeah, and it's the heart. He just said it. It's the hardening of their heart. Yeah. And, not, do, and and you guys want to understand something? They can't like hear what I've heard, what I understand about my heart is something I know that's wrong. Okay, and you know, like something my daughter's doing. If I'm around it a lot. I will start to accept it, and it won't go against my spirit so much, and my heart will get calloused. That's why he says, don't be around it. You can't, because your heart will get hard. Don't be like that, yeah. yeah. Because you will. You'll start to accept it. You can't. You can't accept it. You have to be away from it. It's the same with sin. No, I didn't. That was what she was talking about. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Go ahead, though. No, no, you're right. She her, already said Her daughter's sin, you know. Yeah. 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 So. Alone by Holland. That's that song that sent it to me. What is it? Alone by Holland. Alone by Holland. Is it song? I'm a little punk sometimes. That's Alone by Holland. Oh, okay. Alone by Holland. I'll read it later and then you're going to get it. Thank you. Call me. <laughs> 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 yeah, when you look at this, though, that's the, the thing that jumps out is, is um, that when we... When we become so religious that we're not spending time with the Lord, we're just self-righteously doing things. Or when we, um, the, the, uh, the word says that the godlessness and wickedness of men suppress the truth. And that's what Laura was just talking about. And um, it says right here, where am I at? Can you tell me where I am? Right here? Oh, there we go. Why are you talking about having no bread? Do you still not see? Do you still not see? Or understand? Is that the same thing as on you doing? Yeah, same thing. Are your hearts hardened? Do you have eyes but fail to see? And ears but fail to hear? You know, what he, every time he says these things, you guys, to me, here's what he's saying to me. I gave you eyes. You darn well know what you're looking at. But you're choosing not to see or hear and then mine even says and and do ye not remember mm -hmm. exactly so there you go that's bomb right you get what i'm saying mm -hmm. we see he gave his eyes did i not give you eyes mm -hmm. did i not give you ears mm -hmm. right but it's that, Moses. yeah it's that what is that 
I said earlier, it's that stubbornness. Oh, that's yeah, the stubborn right in the spirit. heart. Yeah, it's a stubborn spirit. He's telling them straight up. You still fail to see and ears, but fail to hear. And don't you remember? <coughs> and don't you remember, Mike? Huh? <laughs> I'm sorry, Mike. It's, for me, it's love. Well, uh, start with yours, because this is why the reason, because you have no bread, like, and that kind of brings it back to like what we're talking about, like we're doing it our own way, yeah. reasoning with ourselves. Are you still not understanding? Dang, that's wrong. Well, yeah, aware of their decision, Jesus asked them, "Why are you talking about having no bread?" Same thing, reason. Yeah, so you can make yourself do that by yeah, being in here too much, yeah. <laughs> or being around, or being around things or people you shouldn't be anymore. Mm -hmm. yeah, you accept it after a little bit, and then yeah. you're yep. hard to yeah. yeah. see. Oh, like now you get it. That's what he's basically yeah. saying. Mm -hmm. You're reasoning it out. Yeah. You know what? You know what it is. And this is what I've told people. Okay, is we're trying to conform God. You know what conform means? Mm -hmm. To make him like us. Mm -hmm. We're trying to make God like us instead of us becoming like him. We want him to conform to our likeness, who we are. And that when we reason things out, we're trying to we're we're taking worldly things and putting that on God. And and the sad thing about that is when we do that and it's and it's open and public and stuff like that, then we then we're causing other people to see him the, the way we see him. Instead of other people seeing him the way he is, and that's when it becomes pharisaical or religious. Instead of instead of a relationship that you're that you're building with him that shows his love to everyone around him, so that they too can have that understanding. And that's sad. We're deceiving ourselves, and in the process, deceiving others. Yeah, this kid had a great answer. Great question. Sorry. No, I love the. So it's part of the stubbornness, but also could it be just their, um, their it's the choice? Yeah, that's 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 another way of saying it. Yeah, that's because he straight up says that they're hardening the hearts. So so when you harden your heart, it's because somebody shared the truth with you and you don't want to hear it. So you reason out everything else in your life to try to to try to. Uh, clarify why it's, why you're going to do it your way. Mm -hmm. That's why when I I've been talking to you guys for a year now about my truth. You know I've heard people tell me, well that's my truth. They tell me, well I'm not living your truth because it ain't true. You can have your truth, okay, but I know the truth, okay. I'm not I'm not just going to give and in. And you're to not you. going to compromise. Yeah, I'm people not just going to give compromise. in. Compromise. Yeah, yes. exactly. it's called people, disobedience. People compromise. And we there compromise. So we much. compromise for ourselves and for others. Yes. And who who are we compromising? Wait. That's right. Yeah, first him and then us in him. That's right. And we're compromising others. You get it? Yeah, I get it. All that's going to be tested. Remember. Amen. Now, how many of us are going to make it through with the soles of our feet burned? Yeah. Now, let's go back to what Jacob brought up because Jacob, he really is on to something, okay? When it comes down to suffering, right? How many of us are going to suffer to do the right thing or, or suffer to, to, to stay in the right thing? That's that narrow road. Right. Enjoy it's taking that narrow road because we all want to take the wise. It's more easier. So it's easier. He says it's First, you have to find the door. No one can find the door. 
curse. Some of them still have to stay. The gate. Because if you're not rejoicing in your suffering now, you know what I mean? A lot of things you think later when you are put to the test, you'll rejoice in that suffering then, you know? There's a painting somebody did years ago, and I know I've shared it with a few of you, but Jesus, it's as though I stand at the door and knock. You know, whoever opens the door, I'll come in and sup with them and, and meet, meet with them with me, right? That's when the relationship's going to start. And so he is the door. But the painting is beautiful because there's no doorknob on his side. He's knocking, but there's no doorknob on his side. You have to open the door. That's a blessing. Blessing of a picture. Somebody understood that passage when they painted that picture. Yeah. Prayer requests. If you guys are ready. Bible say knock and I will open? I don't know. I can't it says, sounds knock. familiar. Ask, seek, and knock. Ask, and it will be given to you. Seek, and you shall find, and knock, and the door will be opened. Oh, yeah, knock, and the door will be opened. She's a Brian. I'm a what? A Brian. What's that? That's not the one I was talking about. I know what a Brian is. I'm going to be calling those two dogs, so just whichever one. Whatever, like, whatever. It's uh, so, uh, a door knock. And that was the picture? They're honorable people. Oh, okay. So there's two different passages of that. People who test the scriptures they both mean the same find out that they're just taking the same thing. Different yeah. I think they both mean the same thing. It's a, it's a, it's a we good have analogy. To give in. We have to give in. You know, we have to resolve the fact that we're going to follow Christ no matter what the world's doing. Right? No matter what I think. Remember you said earlier that you don't go off emotions because if you do, you mess up. Mm -hmm. You have to go off the truth. And, and, and our truth is not his truth. Right, our thoughts are not his thoughts, our ways are not his ways. I wish they were. We only have the mind of, of Christ when we're choosing to follow and walk with Christ as he reveals himself to us. You understand? Mm -hmm. So, the door, yeah, we have to choose. He gave us free will, he doesn't want any puppets. No puppets, no puppets. he already created angels for that. What? If I was an angel, I'd get mad at you. You better be careful. Yeah, I, know. <laughs> I invite that spirit to battle for you tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> right? I'm going to stay home tomorrow. <laughs> I know what's coming. <laughs> well, you have to think about it. They, those, most of them don't have free will. No, they, they do. That's why. They look God all the time. 24/7. Exactly. They're, they're servants, and they're actually were created to serve us. That's why I say that, because those are truly what would a public would be. They have no free will. They you have, have no guardian angels. Yeah, always. Because <laughs> I, I, I read it. Definitely do believe in that. Some might have I've seen miracles. Mm -hmm. I know. Oh. That'd be cool. That'd be crazy. Can you imagine? Be Michael Angel. <laughs> right. Michael, um, what did you say? <laughs> he did say that to somebody, didn't he? Joseph? Didn't he say that to Joseph? Yeah, like, excuse me, you're not going to be able to talk yeah. until you have that kid and confess his name. <laughs> Zachariah. That's who it that was. was. Yeah. yeah, it was. It was <laughs> But think about the angels in the Bible and, and Revelations, right? One goes out and takes a sickle, those it things starts, you knock weeds yeah, down yeah, with, yeah. and he swings it, and a third of the earth is gone. Gone. Oh. That's it. That's how I big angels are and how strong they are. Mm -hmm. Imagine the battles that are actually taking place somewhere over your soul and over the souls that your life is going to touch. And that's what scares me to death. That's what scares me straight right there, just thinking about that. 
He's got something to say. Yes, sir. Does it say that in the Bible? Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. Revelation. He wants to know. He wants to know where. You and Revelation. You on your smartphone. I'm not that smart. You said where the angel did the sickle? Yeah, mm-hmm. maybe chapter 11, something like that. It's when one of the seals are broken, isn't it? I think it's maybe it's around chapter 11. I could be wrong. Do you know, Mike? Somewhere on there. I'm somewhere near the middle. I think you're like pretty close. <laughs> I think it's a little earlier, but I think it is around there. I actually yeah, haven't. Earlier. I actually haven't read through there for a while. So um, just, that's what we should do next after Mark. Revelations is wow. Oh, I said yeah. Yeah, no. Every time <laughs> I try. Who? You. I don't pick the books anymore. These guys. Do. We're doing Revelation. Yeah. 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 All in favor? Yeah. Uh, last time I went through, it was that? You got two hands up on that one. Yeah. Oh, I like counting one, two, three, four, five. Fourteen says it doesn't want to read it. You want me to read it? Read it together. Okay. Then another angel came out of the temple and called in a loud voice to him, who was sitting on the cloud. Take your sickle and reap, because the time to reap has come for the harvest and the earth is ripe. So he was so who? was seated on the clouds, swung a sickle over the earth, and the earth was harvested. That's not the right one. Oh, it's not? But it's a good one. I like that. It's just as good. Okay. The one, I'm talking, about, swung the one I'm talking about said a third of the, earth, of the was, earth was taken out. Yeah. yeah you it had to be one, that it was one, one of the seals, I believe. Yeah. Huh? It had to be one of the seals, it, right? Yeah. Because yeah. it was like every seal, like more and more. But it means yeah. the same thing because the wheat... Is ready for harvest. Yeah, I just separated the wheat from the. I did a study not too long ago. And it was a beautiful study. So we should be ready. Where's he going to tell me? He says the harvest is plenty, but the workers are. Revelation 14. Okay, 14 what? 14. I was reading like 11. What are you in, Mark? Mm-hmm. Revelations. Oh, okay. out, right? Yes, it's a very last one. Fourteen, yeah, I think. That is scary. Revelation. It's not scary when you when you know the word. It's just it's going to be just a reality that we're okay. safe because of him. Yeah. Well, that's what we're being saved. Pastor Memo is so. Oh, yeah. And just that, every morning puts a smile on Seven angels and seven players. Tell us about Revelation. Did you find it? Yeah. No, I didn't even find what you just read. Yes. Oh, I'm pretty sure it's like part of the seal. 14. 14. 14. Yeah. And another angel came out of the temple crying with a loud voice to him and sat on the cloud. Thrusted his sickle and reaped for the time has come for the three for thee. To read, to read. So, I should read in another version. <laughs> Which part? The one to take your sickle and reap, because the time to reap has come. For the harvest of the earth is ripe. Mm-hmm. That one. Yeah. So he was seated on the clouds, swung his sickle over the earth, and the earth was harvested. Wow. wow. Yeah. 
That's beautiful. I love that. That one left it, and another angel came out of the temple in the heavens. And then it had two sharp sickles. To gather? Yeah. I couldn't remember the word for some reason. Oh, the other one was charged with fire. So, what happens when you have fruit on a tree? And it's good. You pick it? You pick it. That's harvesting. You're picking it and taking it. What do you harvest from the world? Everybody Souls. Souls. People. People. <laughs> Souls. Yeah, no, that's that's yeah. the truth, though. It's, it's actually saying it's a great, it's, it's referring it to great harvest of the earth. Oh, I never realized it said sickle so many times. Yeah. Right? <laughs> A lot. It's like a the wheat and the tear coming up. Yeah. Or it's separating everything, right? Eat it. They beat it, and then they sit there and they sip it like on the sink. I watched Little House on the Prairie. Oh yeah, that's my favorite show. The chaff is no good for anything. They actually burn it because it's um, it's it, it'll it's like destroy, a weed. It'll it, destroy the weed. soil. Yeah, it's like a weed. So when they do that, they they do it in the wind, and the, it's so light it just flows away. And then they gather it up afterwards. I don't know. Did I say that? A sickle. Oh, with a sickle. A sickle like, is a round knife, a, a circuit, like it's a circular very knife that when you go, it cuts through weeds. It's supposed Ooh, to cut the grass. Like a modern yeah. 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 Sometimes they're on a long piece of wood. Mm -hmm. The one, the modern day ones, they're on a piece of wood, and then they have two arms that come out into a blade, and they, yeah. Really? They I call mean, them swing blades, those ones. ones. I mean, not anymore. He's so old, but he used to. I have like old photos of them. Yeah. That's cool. So where is it, um, Jacob? Uh, I'm I'm still reading. I think it oh. might be in the seventh. It looked like you found something. I, I thought he did. Bro, I love. I want to read this because it's almost like you gotta act it out when you're reading it. You know what I mean? <laughs> like it's so intense. Hey, keep your sickle to yourself. <laughs> the earth is not ripe yet. <laughs> Anyways, we'll go through Revelations if you guys want after Mark. Yeah, sounds good. There's a lot. I'm the first one to say I do not understand it at all. It's too scary. It's very scary. If it scares you, you know what it should scare you to? Sharing Christ. No, it should share you to. It should scare you to sharing Christ. You already have Christ. The problem is this is what's going to happen to people who don't, and that's what should scare you. Yeah, I am scared. I'm scared mm -hmm. for every single person I know. I'm scared. Mm -hmm. But they have that free will. Yes, but the power of God that we were talking about earlier and that Jacob brought up in a, in a good way mm -hmm. is that when we live our lives in Christ and the presence of others, that's what the whole conversation tonight has been about. Even if they get angry, when they think about it, they come back. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They think I about just, it, that seed gets planted and it starts to grow. 
That's true because I I always have confrontations with this. Like I always have to go to the Bible and prove what they're saying is not true. I think it's not what like what you exactly. It's the trumpet talks. It's a trump. It's a six trumpet. Yeah, I, I thought so. I was reading. So it that says like an eight or nine. Where? Where? Uh, nine thirteen. I'm right there. It says the sixth angel sounded his trumpet, and I heard a voice coming from the four horns of the golden altar that is before God. Crazy, right? How it feels like when I read it, dude. And it is said that the sixth angel who had the trumpet released the four angels who are bound at the great river Euphrates, and the four angels who had been kept ready for this very hour and day and month and year were released. To kill a third of mankind. There's a, there's a third, wow. yeah. Okay, that's where I got The number of the mount, mounted troops was twice 10,000 times 10,000. I heard their number. Right? I, I think that's what it was. There was another one that was like a third of like it's the, the fourth, the fourth angel. The fourth angel sounded his trumpet, and a third of the sun was struck, a third of the, of the moon, and a third of the stars, so that a third of them turned dark. A third of the day was without light, and also a third of the night. So that's one of those crazy ones, right? <laughs> you know what was like the craziest part is like I was reading, and it was like people would seek death in those days and cannot find it. Like that's the crazy part. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Come follow me. You're gonna find it. You're gonna find it and not find it. They would seek death and can't find it. Well, those are a time of judgment. Revelation's bottom brown. Yeah. Yeah, we got it. I think that's a time that <laughs> I don't ever want to see. And you don't like dissect it like a scholar or something like that. Revelation gets real boring when you dissect it like a scholar. When you read it as it is, and you go, nuts, bro. You need your imagination. Yeah. Start drawing out the pictures. Uh, yeah, I've done that. I've seen the pictures yeah. in my head. I love them. What I like to do is when they get to the scroll, like it's like Revelation 5 room, right? Then they get the scroll. I go back to Daniel when he's talking to the, the angel, and the angel's like, oh, the scroll, but you can't open the scroll. You know? And then you go back. Well, you're actually, see, there's multiple books. scroll. You, you kind of have to jump between. And he's like, who can, who can open? Like, they're like weeping. And he's like, you know, John. You know. John, you walked with him. Yeah, you know, John. You know who can open that scroll. You know why he was crying, though, like that? He said he was weeping because he thought that if nobody could open it, we would all perish and it was all. Why. Yep, exactly. Which is the truth. They said no one was no given Eric that was able to open this, right? Until, <laughs> and then until like, he who looked like somebody would be led, a lamb led to the slaughter. Dude, came so fun, bro. Like a lamb that was slain. That's right. Bam, bam. He's been a good, he, he, you know, that I, that, that time on Fatmos, he's kind of good. So he was, he's kind good. <laughs> All right, prayer requests. Let's get this rolling. Cool. Wow. No, the prayer request? No, I got yeah, down the community. Looks like it should be the community. Should be uh, ready for us. What's, what should our name be? Sloan. <laughs> You're stuck on that one, aren't you, Daddy? <laughs> so what, what's, what's the baby's name going to be? Sloan. And the others? Sloan what? Anastasia. Oh, Anastasia. It means confidently reborn. Mm -hmm. I like that. That means 
Those are the fun ones. Those are the fun ones. Too heavy. 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 We uh, we prayed for it, right? Yeah. And so Friday came along, and we were supposed to go snowboarding after I got off work. And it got about like ten o'clock. I go, okay, Lord, I know what you're doing, you know, and you know I'm gonna play along in your schemes, you know. So uh, it was a long day at work, and it was like every time I get done with something, there was always something else to do, always something else to do, always. Yeah, like he was supposed to be there at three. Yeah, I didn't get home till six. You know, like I even stopped off at the gas station when I was helping somebody and this is, you know, and I was like, okay, you know, it is what it is, you know, and then I was like, okay, we're going to get there and then we'll go, you know, and she's already impatient. She's already called me like six times where, yeah, you said you're going to be here at four. So you're going to be at 430. Said you're going to be at five. You know what I mean? You said you're going to be at 530. Now you're here at six. And it just kept going. And That's awesome. Right? And... Just keep listening. This is so funny. So then we get there, and I was like, "All right, we got about we got about an hour and a half to shred, you know, shred the tar. You know, let's get going." And and then so so we all jumped in, and we're on our way there, and we get about thirty minutes into the drive. Like I've even filled up the gas in the truck and everything, you know. And and then we get like we get about we almost I think we get a little past Running Springs, and she's like. Her friend's in the back seat, and she's like, I forgot my wallet. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like... Oh, a lot of patience left to scream at her. <laughs> no, she goes, are you for real, bro? <laughs> <laughs> I, tr- I warned you, didn't I? <laughs> That's awesome. So I was like, all right, well, we can go back. We, we can get made, and we we can go back real quick. We, we can go out there, and we can... We can probably get like 20 minutes to shred, you know, if you want to. We'll do more. We'll do more driving than we'll be shredding, you know. And they're all out, they're all bummed out. Her friends like super sad. I was like, or oh, we can just go out to eat, you know. We can go home, get alley. We can go have a nice dinner all together, and you know, have fun. That's what we really said. So, <laughs> but that's what happens when you pray for patience, you know. <laughs> and, and that, that is Lord why yeah. <laughs> I rebuke when someone says they're going to pray like, for the patience. Whole time she was like, my God, I ruined your night. I'm like, no, you didn't. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it was okay. It my night. There's nobody at this table that hasn't done that. Oh, yes, I have done yes. that. It sucks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Awesome. You get to the place yes. and you don't have your tickets. Yeah. And you're there like, I'm not buying again. Too expensive. When <laughs> <laughs> first yeah. went into prayer, he would be like, oh, I'll pray for patience. I'm like, yeah, you go ahead and do it. Like, why aren't you going to pray for patience? I was like, because I know. I know. <laughs> Been down this road. You don't do that. 
like, that's why when she said it, I tried to warn her. I'm like, you know what you're getting yeah. yourself into, right? Yeah. No, you like, said you specifically said good luck. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Although you're right, it was afterwards that I told yeah. her, you know, when you ask for patience, he doesn't give you Good luck. Yeah. You told, you told her before, like, don't do it. You don't want this. That's terrible. Okay, we're ready. Okay, all right. So no one wants to pray for patience, right? No. I had a great time in the comments. Yeah. But that's because I'm willing. I wanted to suffer, right? <laughs> I already knew what it was. I was like, oh, I, I know what this is. I mean, look how far he's willing to go for her. You know, that's, that's the cool part. And then... Because she prayed, it still didn't happen. <laughs> we had we had more fun. We didn't have to eat. I mean, I had a lot more patience. If my sister would have done it, I would have probably wear close feet. All right, real close to feet. All right, let's pray because it's eight thirty almost. All right. Dear Heavenly Father, we just thank you. We thank you for your hand in our lives and. We thank you for what you're doing in the study, Lord, the growth in everyone here, Lord. We just ask that you would continue to grow this church, grow the leaders, grow the people that are on their way to come, Lord, and that you're bringing, Lord. We just ask that you would fill this church overflowing, Lord, with people who are here just to worship you, Lord, and to solely hear your word and to be fed by you, Lord. And Lord, help us be ready to, to teach your word as you taught it to us, Lord. Lord, we ask that you would just have your hand over Memo and his family, Lord. Just, We ask that you would have peace and comfort over them and just bring your spirit upon them, Lord. Take away any pain or discomfort, Lord. We ask that you would have your hand over Matt and his family. Just have leadership in his family, Lord. and Help him to continue keeping his eyes on you, Lord. I pray that for everyone at this table, actually, Lord, that... We would all keep our eyes focused on you, solely on you, Lord. That even when we do stray or we start to get angry or impatient or frustrated or whatever the case may be, Lord, that we would focus back on you, Lord. And in those moments of suffering, that we would continue to push through it to learn perseverance, Lord. And Lord, we ask that you would just have your hand over uh, my family, Lord, and everything that they're going through with the loss, Lord, we just ask that you would pour out your spirit upon them, Lord. And Lord, just have your your ways about them, Lord. And Lord, we ask your hand over Orlando and Jackie and their family and everything going on in their lives, Lord. We just ask that you would just bless them and just help them, Lord. I know Orlando goes through pain and I know Jackie goes through pain, Lord. And we just ask that you would just have your hand over them, Lord, and give them strength each and every day, Lord. And Lord, we also ask your hand over Victoria, Callie, and Calvin, Lord. Just have your ways about them, Lord. And I know that they're working for you, Lord. And they're trying to focus themselves on you. And it gets difficult when you're first starting out, Lord. And we just ask that you would continue to have them do that, Father. And continue just to be in their life and being a leader in their life, Lord. Just show them the ways they're supposed to go, Lord. We also ask for um, Angie, D Jackie's daughter-in-law, mo mother, Lord. And we just ask that you would have your blessings over her, Lord. And you know everything she's going through. You don't know everything she's dealing with, Lord. And we do ask that you would just pour out your blessings upon her, Lord. 
just show your hand in her life and the way you're working and everything that she's going through, Lord. Just keep your protection over her, Lord. We also ask your hand over Mary Jane, Leah, and um, Jerry's nephew, Lord. We ask for healing for all three of them, Lord, that you would just take away Mary Jane's headaches and um, have your hand over Leah and continue to give her strength, Lord. Help, help Jerry's nephew, Lord, to continue having, having healing, Lord. And just your blessings poured out on all of them, Lord. Be with each and every one of them and exactly where they're at, Lord. And just have your, your hand over them, Lord. Lord, have your hand over my dad and the procedure he has tomorrow. Just help him to get through it well, Father. And to have no issues, no complications or anything, Lord. Just have your blessings upon him, Lord. We ask your hand over Stephen's jobs, Lord, and everything that he's going on, the um, job offers and him calling him up tomorrow, Lord. We just ask that you would show your favor upon him to the one that he's supposed to have, Lord. Just your blessings be upon him, Lord. Help him to get the job he needs and just where he's supposed to work and where the people he's supposed to talk to. We ask that you would bring him to those people, Lord. Help them to be a shining light for your glory, Lord. And Lord, we ask your hand over this community that you would just break the walls down and that you would go before us before we even step foot into this community, that you would go before us and prepare every single heart, every mind, and every door that we would knock on, that you would already have been there and preparing their hearts and stirring within them, Lord. We just ask that you would have your blessings over each and every person, Lord. And Lord, uh, have your hand over my brother with the wait list and fast for Lord. Just if it's your will that he does this, then we ask that you would have your hand over him and that you would have everything go according to your will, Lord. That it would just go through and be perfect, Lord. And we just ask your will over it, Lord, and over the whole situations, Lord. And Lord, we ask your hand over um, George and his family as they come out, Lord. And Keep them safe as they're on their way out and to enjoy their time on the way out, Lord, to make the needed stops and rest and to not get impatient, Lord, but help them to have your hand over them and keep them safe on their travels, Lord. And Lord, keep us all safe as we go home, Lord. In Jesus' name we say, amen. amen. amen, amen.